It's time for another episode of Squaring Up the Sharp. Uh, we have a, a special episode for you here today. We have uh, Trent Pruitt on with us. He's the, the creator and, and founder of The Link. Uh, you can check out the website at linksports.com. That's L-Y-N-Q sports.com. And we've got a, a few things that we're going to talk to him about, uh, some current topics in the NFL, and then hit on some some playoff races and some MVP races and things like that, and, and just some cur- current trends that are going on in the league right now. Um, you know, get his takes on it, kind of a, a different uh, voice on the show here and, and give you guys uh, some insight into what he's thinking and then, um, you know, kind of touch base with him on some hockey possibly and, and how, his, how his picks were doing from uh, an earlier episode. We had him on about, was it six, seven weeks ago now? Yeah, probably about a month ago now. Yeah, and uh, so we wanted to have him back on and, and talk to you guys for a little bit. So let's let's get him here. Uh, hey, Trent, you, you there with us? Oh, let me. Uh, I did it again. I, I, I forgot to put the volume back up. Uh, I did the same thing last time. So, so are you, are you there with us? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. All right. That's much are better. We, uh, are we live right now? Yeah. Yeah. We're we're good to go. Um, uh, we, we're we're gonna we're gonna get right into it here. So, um, why don't you uh, give a, give us a quick intro about yourself? Uh, kind of like what you did last time, just to recap before we uh, get started. Yeah, it's um, kind of a tough time for uh, Chicago sports fans right now. Um, I mean, we, we talked yeah, about yeah. yeah, we talked about it a little bit earlier, and and we'll, we'll touch on it a little bit. But the uh, the two football teams, I, I thought maybe the Giants Jets game would be the uh, you know we deemed that game the shit bowl, and uh, I'm not sure what to call this game, but I think it's it's pretty close. Um, Yeah. Um, both, you know, both teams aren't very good. Uh, if I mean, if anything, I'd say at least you know uh, Daniel Jones is playing decent, I guess, for you guys uh, his rookie year, so you can focus on that. Uh, the Bears, on the other hand, we're just kind of like they're just shitting themselves, and it's like uh, <laughs> it's a complete mess up here in Chicago. Everyone's pissed off. Uh, they're like calling for Nagy's head. <laughs> So, yeah, that's that, that's kind of what we've seen, and we've experienced it a lot here. <laughs> um, I think our, our franchises are kind of in the in the same situation right now. Uh, maybe not in terms of expectations, because the Bears were coming off a big year, but uh, definitely definitely heading down that path. But uh, let's um. Yeah. Oh God. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's uh, yeah, I agree. The Rams right now they're definitely in the same spot. Uh, it's not looking like either of us are going to the playoffs, so it's just a waste of the year. And hopefully everyone just gets home safe, you know. 
<laughs> I think uh, I think I think that's the best way to put it. A waste of a year, unfortunately. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, let's let's get into some some topics that we wanted to talk about. Just kind of get get a feel for how how you were looking at the NFL so far this year. Um, you know, something that we've talked about. It seems like there are a lot of uh, pretty good to you know to excellent teams in the in the NFC and the AFC. You're kind of top heavy, and then it it kind of filters out after that. Um, so do you have a, a kind of a, a top five that, that you're looking at right now that, that you're saying these are the, these are the five teams that, that are going to make it, uh, you know, at least somewhat close to the end of the, the, the Super Bowl run here? about Austin uh, you know you can give his take in a second but uh, I, I'm with you on the Lamar Jackson thing I, I coming out I thought that he'd be a bust and uh, I think he just kind of fell into the perfect situation and not not only that but they they kind of built around him they adapted to him yes and uh yeah. Yeah, they kind of they they said, all right, this is our guy. We're going to build around him. We're going to put him in the best position to succeed, and that's exactly what has happened. So, um, awesome for you. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the way you got to do it. Uh, John Harbaugh is like uh, he's all in on him. So uh, I think that's the way you got to do it. Like you got to build around him. He's going to be our guy. They're trying to change the game, you know, with. Uh, with his style of play, which I've never been high on, like the uh, like the running quarterback, um, you've seen it go like break down time and time again. But you know he's uh, he's definitely proved proved a lot of us wrong, and uh, you know I'm happy for him that he's doing well because like whenever I say I think these guys are gonna suck, you know I like I don't know that's not like I really have to be terrible, but yeah, you know, I'm glad that he's uh, glad that he's doing well even though I'm not a big Ravens guy. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, you obviously think back to, you know, RG3 and... and uh, Vic. Yeah, Vic. I mean, a couple of those guys that just didn't last, but... Uh, oh, yeah. You know, you, you mentioned John Harbaugh. I, I think he's one of the best coaches in the NFL. So, uh, you know, I'm not 
I'm not really surprised that he was able to take that situation and, and turn it into what it is now. It's surprising, though, because his brother is such a bad college coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. yeah, he's having a tough time over there. And they finally, finally got a big win over uh, Notre Dame. But I feel like all their like big games, they always lose. I think that's um, yeah. We we kind of when we had Michael on, uh, Michael Vale, he's a contributor for for the link as well, uh, college football guy. Um, when we had him on, he actually showed us a graphic of you know Michigan against the top the top teams, and like you said, it's just not very good. I was kind of surprised to see that, but. Um, Yeah, <laughs> which is not good for your job uh, outlook. So. Oh, yeah. That's like the one team that they want to beat no yeah, matter what. Exactly. They could go, like, they could go 0-11 going to that game. They're like, we better beat these guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, okay. So I kind of, kind of, you know, what we expected. You have the Ravens up top, uh, Patriots right there, 49ers, Seattle. Do you, have, do you have any faith in in the Packers or or the Vikings or in in, in the Chicago Bears division? Um, I would say, man, I hate the Packers so much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean. They got uh, Aaron Rodgers back there, so like we said, you know about Russell Wilson. Anytime you got one of those top caliber guys, you're gonna have a good shot. And um, oh man, I'm blanking. Uh, Devontae Adams, that is a yeah, yeah, yeah the, the the wide receiver, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. As long as those two are out there, they're always on the same page. So if the play goes to shit, he can kind of roll out a little bit or make something happen. Those guys are always on the same page. Um, so they're always dangerous. We'll see how they stack up. Um, I don't know. They're going to have a tough road, I guess, to have to go to the 49ers. Um, probably the Saints as well. So Yeah, I think, um, I, think the, I think the key for them is between the Packers and the Vikings, you, you obviously you want to win the division. You don't want to go on the road to one of those teams. And... Uh, if um, you know, I, I have more faith in the Packers going on the road than I do the Vikings because of Kirk Cousins. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's the big thing for for these two guys. Uh, you don't want to go to New Orleans, like you said. You don't want to go to you know Seattle ends up winning the division. You don't want to go there. Um, the only place that I, I you know the Packers seem to own the Cowboys in Dallas, so that might not be so bad. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. It's not really like there's no easy road. I feel like there's a lot of pretty solid teams in the NFC up there in the playoff race. None the Rams too are nipping at everyone's field. They're six and four just outside of the playoffs right now, so Yeah. Uh, no one's safe. I think we're gonna we're gonna get to the Rams in a few minutes here because they've they've got some issues, but uh I mean obviously yeah, no. you know, we, let, let's start off with some some disappointment uh, some disappointments so far. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, the hometown teams, you have the Bears, the Giants, the Jets, uh, you know, the Chargers, you can throw them in there because they're a mess every week. Uh, yeah. You know, what, what, let, let's talk, let's talk about the Bears for a minute because we've, we've been very critical. I, I've been, I've been critical of, uh, you know, Nagy and, and, uh, I'm not there looking at the news all the time, you know, as as you probably are. But I mean, you you say they're calling for his head. 
what what's the deal down there after last season everybody loved him and it's it's a pretty quick turnaround do you believe the uh, hip pointer injury um well I guess I'll start off yeah with, with that um <laughs> honestly I have no idea <laughs> I don't I don't really know I actually um I haven't been able to watch the Bears too much this year so a lot of what I'm getting is from uh you know reading different stuff and a lot of the reactions on the social media um so yeah, I'm not really sure about the the hip pointer injury or whatever. Uh, I just saw everyone was like, "Why the hell did they pull him so late in the game?" At that point, um, so I honestly have no idea about that. Um, as for the naggy thing, and just everyone's people are just such hypocrites, you know. Like last year, yeah, we do we do well, we make it to the uh, divisional round, I guess, and. Uh, you know, it's a good season. Defense is pretty nasty. And now this year, it's like, you know, we go through a rough patch. Our offense is, like, brutal. And now everyone's like, Matt Nagy's not the guy. Uh, Risky's not the future. All this stuff. Like, they just, they're coming at him pretty hard. So are you, um, are you more, are you more on the patient? It sounds like you're more on the patient side where you're kind of giving them a, not, not a pass, but, you're not you're not as critical as as most people down there. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, I guess I'm just more like I don't get too invested in Chicago sports because I always get my heart broken. Uh, I'm sure you guys <laughs> are similar to that. Yeah. Um, so you know, I try and see things from like a clear perspective. Obviously, Trubisky is really struggling. He's even when he has a guy that's you know, someone open, he, he always fails the pass or whatever. Like, he's just having a tough time being accurate. And I don't know what's going on with that. Um, one well, thing I've been reading up on is I feel like they aren't, like, rolling him out as much anymore and getting him on the run, which might have something to do with it. He might not be, like, a, you know, meant to be, like, a true pack, uh, pocket passer guy. So, I don't really know. Um, but obviously, like, numbers are terrible uh, for offensive production. They're, like, 28th in points per game. They're only scoring 17 points a game. Uh, 31st in yards per game with 281. Um, and then 29th, uh, I guess. So, like, the third or fourth worst uh, running offense, only 80 yards a game. I think that was their biggest mistake was letting Jordan Howard go and banking on Tariq Cohen to be your starting running back. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, in theory, what they're trying to do is just get speed out there and win with speed. But you can't run the Chiefs offense without the Chiefs players. You know, like, those guys are all fast as hell, and that's why it works so well. Um, Because, like, you know, they can just fly by these guys or, like, they can get open on scramble plays and then at the bottom line they have a quarterback that can make a pass um, <laughs> that helps <when> <laughs> yeah right but uh, like Bears I mean well we got like Allen Robinson out there who's solid but you know all these other guys are just a bunch of bums like yeah there's no uh, there's no Hartman they're not that talented yeah you I know, think uh, yeah I, I read people came home they, they came 
came into the season saying like the Bears have all these uh, like these weapons, you know, like but in five years time or ten years time, like who's gonna look back and be like, Oh man, remember uh, Trey Burton? He was such a great tight end and like oh Taylor Gabriel, he was a true game changer. <clears throat> like, no, these guys suck. And um, you know, that's an issue. I don't know if the tight ends killed my fantasy team more than Trey Burton. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, I don't know what's up with that guy. <laughs> I think he has, like, he's not doing very well this year. Um... Yeah, I mean, as as Giants fans, I think kind of you touched on it earlier. I mean, Daniel Jones, you know, has his upside, and uh, you know the turnovers have been an issue. But you know, for, for us, I mean, I know we're we're more upset with kind of the coaching, and um, you know, we're not in the same situation necessarily as the Bears. I mean, last year the Bears were what twelve and four, and. Uh, you know, with the offense they have this year, you know, if 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 it was last year and they had that defense, it might act, they might actually be okay. But the defense isn't as lights out as it was last year, and they're still they're still playing great. But to think that that was going to be replicated from last year to this year, you know, was going to be tough. So uh, that, that's just yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know you're not going to win many games when you're putting up 17 points anyway, no matter how good your defense is. But uh, it's it, it has it has been tough. Um, I know I, I've been pretty critical of of Nagy just from an outside perspective. Uh, but yeah, I mean as as Giants fans, you know we're we're looking at this game as. Uh, I, I, to be honest, I, I don't want to. I hope the Bears win. I'm, I'm actually rooting for the Bears uh, because I, I want to get the I want to get the high pick in the draft and uh, get and get, yeah, some, right. get some more pieces. I mean, if you know you're not going anywhere, you might as well. Uh, I, you want to see a good effort, but if the if you know if the Giants give up a score late and lose, I'm not going to be heartbroken about it. Um, The whole Giants team's getting experience. Uh, I think there was a stat saying that Giants rookies have played 800 more snaps than the next closest team. Really? That's good. <laughs> well, it's good and... If they're good. If they're good, yeah. That's... that's... <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> and uh, there, there are some that we're not very high on right now, so... Uh, but it is what it is. A terrible defense in general. You can you can just say that. Okay. Um, no pass rush. <laughs> yeah. So if we're get, if we're uh, getting into this game a little bit, the Bears should win this game. You know, they're they still like you said their defense isn't as nasty as it was like last year, but they're still like really good. 
and they're going up against a rookie quarterback. Uh, they should have a day, you would think. Um, so I, I guess it's just going to be on the Bears' offense again, once again, to get it done. And who knows? That's a coin flip at this point. Well, do you like do you like it? I think the spread was uh, six and a half. Six and a half, I believe. Um, yeah, I think I thought six and a half. Yeah, it was either six or six and a half when we when we looked at it earlier. Uh, do you you like the Bears with that spread? Oh man, <laughs> um. we we I mean I'll tell you this. We both agreed. I mean we we made a pick on it, I, and I think Austin was on the Bears. I was on the Giants with that spread. Um, but we both agreed that we weren't going to touch this game. So. Okay, so I'll, I'll uh, we're we're gonna put you in. Um, you know, we're gonna we were gonna take your your three locks for this week. Uh, since we both picked that game, we'll put you down. We'll, we'll put that one down as one of them. Uh, All right, yeah, lock me in. Because we we, uh, we both did the uh, Giants Bears because we were head to head. So we'll put that one down for you. Uh, Bears minus six and a half. There you go. Um, right on. But. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's uh, let's talk about these playoff races. I know we kind of touched on them already. Um, you know, as, as far as I'm concerned, there's not. I, I was actually having trouble thinking of some surprise teams. Uh, you know, obviously you have the Raiders who are in the in the playoff mix right now, and the Colts who are uh, tied with the Texans at, at six and four. Uh, in the AFC South. I mean, outside of that, I was having trouble kind of coming up with some surprise teams. But I mean, these playoff yeah, these, uh, these playoff races. Who who do you like coming out of the NFC and and the AFC or or your your final two or four for each conference? What do you think about the for, about that? Uh, well, let's let's do you know let's 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 skip right to the uh, the conference championship. Let's do your conference championship predict predictions based on where where it stands right now. That's a, that's a that's, I think that I think that's a, a kind of an you know not not way outside the box, but that's definitely. Um, Is it bold? Or no? I think I think the Seahawks are are, are bold. Uh, uh, you don't you don't think so, Austin? No, I, I like what they have. Uh, obviously, Russell Wilson doesn't turn over the ball. Um, their defense is what concerns me. I mean, that Clowney trade, he really hasn't done much for them. I think they've given up 254 points on the season. Okay. Towards the bottom um, of the pack. Clowney, Clowney seems to just always be in the right place at the right time. Other than that, like, he gets a, he, like, scores a defense touchdown or two a year. But, like, other than that, he just doesn't do anything. It's because someone else, like, stripped the ball or whatever, and then he just scoops it up and runs it. Yeah, he cleans up the trash afterwards. Yeah. Um, right. But yeah, I, uh, I, I, the Saints are. I think the Saints are are uh, 
formidable team. Uh, they had the setback last week to the to the Falcons, which you know I, I don't need half the teams in the league. I don't know what they are, and uh, the Falcons are one of them. So yeah, I thought the Falcons were going to be respectable this year. I, I picked them to the win the division. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Do you, do you have that? So do you have the Seahawks winning the division and then uh, going that route, or do you have them going in as a wild card? Um, right, right now you. Right now you have the forty. I mean, the Forty Nine ers are nine bag. and one. Uh, the Seahawks are. Are they eight and three or eight and two? I think they're. I think they're eight. And three. Uh, eight and two. Okay. And they have one more game against each other. So it's going to be a big game. Okay. Yeah, that, I mean, that could determine it. Um, let me see. I am pulling up the uh, Niners schedule right now. Um, all right, Seahawks are winning the division. You got, you know. based on the, the schedule? The Niners have a real tough yeah, schedule. Got, okay. They have the Packers. Uh, they have the Packers on, it looks like, Sunday night this week. Then they go to the Ravens. Then they go to the Saints. Uh, they host the Falcons, who are, you know, who knows about them. Uh, and then they have the Rams and the Seahawks. So that's, you know, I, that's, I could honestly see them losing three of those games probably. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that might be the toughest schedule down the stretch. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of good teams in there, a lot of solid teams. I mean, you have three. Five five teams with winning records. You have three five teams on the schedule or four teams on the schedule left that have eight wins right now. <laughs> that's uh. Wow, that's bloodbath. Yeah, but I, I mean. It's going to be a good test. If they come out on the right end of it, then they might, you know, they might be the favorite. But yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, I could definitely see the Seahawks winning the division, and that'd be, it'd be a pretty good matchup. Uh, Breeze versus uh, Wilson. Russell Wilson over there. Versus Russ, yeah, probably uh, down at the dome down there. That would be a good one. I now, guess. Now for. Yeah, for for the for the AFC, are you uh, you thinking about anybody else except the Ravens and the Patriots? Um, let me see here real quick. Are we are we still are we still planning on touching on uh, the Raiders later? Yeah. What are you are you? Uh, I like the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll bring it up right now. I like the Raiders a lot. Um. They're my dark horse team, I guess, in the AFC. But I don't know. They might need another year to kind of keep growing. Um, so I just want to throw that out there. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if they sneak into the playoffs. But yeah, other than uh, the Patriots and the Ravens, no, that's going to be it. obviously. You know, my buddy uh, said this week I was looking for a quote because I was going to cover the uh, Patriots game. So I was like, give me something that I, that I can throw in here. Yeah. You know, Big Bill doesn't lose off the bye week. And, uh, you know, speaking about Bill Belichick, and it's just the, the recipe, like the formula for them. They get that bye week, uh, so they get the divisional round, um, or the wild card round out of the way. Um, then they host someone for the divisional round. They usually just plow them. 
like they did to the Chargers last year. Yeah. Um, that's whoever has to go there for the divisional round. And then that conference championship, yeah, it'll probably be the Ravens. And uh, I don't know. I, Patriots are going to go back to the Super Bowl again, I think. I mean, you got to think that, you know, there, there's – when you look at the Patriots and the Ravens, you have a hard time finding, you know, big weaknesses. Uh, you know, we were looking at the, the Ravens' offensive numbers, and they're just, like, numbers that I've never seen before. And, I mean, the Patriots have had their struggles offensively, but when it comes down to it, you know that they're going to get it right. And you look at the other teams, you know, like the Chiefs, who their offense is, you know, one of the best, but their defense is just, you know, so hit. Yeah, it's so hit or miss. And then, you know, the AFC South is basically a one and done every year. Uh, Yeah. So it's it's kind of hard to look at anybody else. I mean, the interesting thing would be if the Chiefs, you know, get the get the. the, Three seed. Yeah, I mean, right now I think they're they're six and, they're six and four, and then you have the AFC South, two teams at six and four. You know, if they get the three or four seed, they win, and they go to, you know, let's say they have to go to New England. Uh, that would that would be interesting, but I think uh, I think there's there's nothing really much to say besides the uh, Ravens and Patriots will be there at, at the end when it's all said and done. Yeah, I you know I, I talked about this earlier uh, when we were recording, but um, that that was the game where or uh, if you're referring to the uh, Chargers Chiefs game, right? Yes. Yeah that that's the type of game that you would have seen last year, and with the turnovers that the Chiefs defense got, the char the 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 Chiefs would have put up fifty, like no problem. Because I had the I had the over, I had the over in that one, and I just watched Philip Rivers throw you know three interceptions inside the thirty, and I'm sitting there like how are, how is this game not you know total at like sixty five points right now? Um, so it was it was it was very frustrating, but uh, I know I know you said that you're uh, big on the Raiders right now. Um, you know, and I, th- I think we've we've kind of touched on it as the season has gone on about how, you know, coaching this is kind of a good segue into the next uh, the next se- uh, you know segment that we wanted to touch on, and that's the coaching decisions. Um, 
you know, I know you, you know, you're a big John Gruden guy. Uh, coaching, yeah, co- I love John Gruden. yeah, I think he's he's hard not to root for, but the uh, you know, just kind of how things are in in the NFL compared to other sports. The head coach is so important. Uh, you know, you can you can argue, hey, baseball. You know, the manager really isn't the manager anymore because all they do is follow the analytics, and that's all Aaron Boone does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The book. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I would go out. You know, as far as baseball goes, I mean, the guy that that you guys just fired. You know, or not. I know you're a White Sox guy, but the Cubs. You know, they get oh, yeah. they get rid of Joe Madden. He's like the he's like the last guy that I think kind of made decisions for himself. And, yeah, he's a baseball guy. Yeah, so when you look at stuff like that, and then you look at the NFL, you're like, hey, the uh, the NFL is one of the only leagues that the coach kind of can can determine the outcome of the game, you know, with every with every decision that they make. And uh, you know, John Gruden's one of those guys that he he just seems to to know what he's doing out there. I love his face. His his facial expression just never changes. You just oh, yeah. you just know that he's mad about something. Like that's that's the yeah, only face does. that he makes. He does always just have that uh, yeah that one that one facial expression that's funny. Um, um, but yeah, overall, I mean, if I can you know take this in a little bit of a different direction, I've been I was very. Uh, I'm not like Raiders fan at all. I just thought that was a great move whenever they dished uh, Khalil Mack and Mari Cooper. Um, you know, at the time of that trade, I was in like the vast minority to think that that was a good move for them. Because uh, everyone was like, why the hell would you trade uh, Khalil Mack and why would you trade Mari Cooper? And it's a pretty simple answer. Because you're getting three... Uh, first round picks so I mean that's huge uh, then also they don't have to go out and pay Khalil Mack um, like 140 million dollars or whatever it was um, so essentially like they knew that they weren't competing uh, that year um, so like why would you they essentially they just sold high on those guys right and they got rid of them got some good stock back um, in the draft picks and, uh, you know, you have to look at it the long, the long-term way. Is Gruden has a 10-year contract there. So, you know, who cares what year one or two, what happens there? As long as they get – if they can win one Super Bowl, that, like, 10-year, $100 billion contract that he got will be, like, 100% worth it, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, that was – I had those uh, the draft picks that they got um, combined with like you know not being ready to win right now um, the 10 year contract like it's a long term thing was the second point and then the third thing is 
I think they're like already on to Vegas, so they like really care less what happens like last year and this year, um, because they just want once they get there they're going to want to compete. Uh, so they're just they're putting themselves in a good position to be ready for that year. Um, yeah, I think once they once they get into yeah. Vegas, I think they're they're gonna just hit the ground running with how, with how they have it set up right now, which is uh, pr- which probably part of their plan from the beginning. Which is you said it's smart looking looking towards the future, and uh, I've never seen a ten year contract before for an for an NFL coach, but yeah, I think that's pretty unprecedented. Yeah, but like you said, if he is successful, uh, that is going to be well worth it. So, uh, with that and the uh, the coaching decisions uh, and how they affect the game, I know that Austin has been upset all year about this. So I'll let him bring it up. Okay. Well, the uh, obviously we all know about the challenging pass interference ones. Why? Why is it still happening? Why do you think coaches still challenge? Yeah. The, uh, talking about those pass interference ones, or yeah, the pass interference calls. It's it's in like the twelve percent or something. I think it's it's under ten. I, I think. Did it go down to under ten? I, I think it was at, at before last week. It was at nine, and I know one was okay. overturned it's, last uh, week. Oh, it was. It okay. So according to ESPN, the rate for getting a call reversed is hovered around five percent. <laughs> it sounds about right. <laughs> apparently, I mean, apparently the uh, the. No, no, that's all right. I just I, uh, apparently the, the the refs got together and had a little meeting, and they were you know they were kind of told, hey, this is how it's going to be from now on, and they didn't like it. So now it's almost like a like I, I, it's a power I think, move. Yeah, I think you kind of touched on it. It's a it's a power it's a power thing now where oh you this, you're telling us that we have to do this now and we're going to be criticized for this and we're just not going to overturn oh, anything. Yeah. I think, uh, uh, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if it did, just because that's how the world seems to work. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it kind of comes down to a decision. You know, am I going to take this chance of getting a call overturned at 9% or whatever it is, or do I want to save a timeout that I could potentially use later in the game? To maybe actually win me the game. Yeah. You know, if it's only, you know, five to ten percent success, 
Yeah, so that's that's kind of why it's surprising that so many are still doing it, and you know there are some there are there are even some blatant ones that are are just not getting overturned, and uh, it, it's it's very frustrating because by the letter you have guy you have these like rules analysts that come on and say, yeah, well he he got there early, he was pulling on his arm, uh, that you know that's pass interference by the letter of the law. And and it doesn't get overturned. And it's like, well, this is a freaking joke because you just wasted five to ten minutes and threw another commercial in there. And now I'm pissed off. (laughs) Right. It's a play challenge. Come on. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Um, yeah, I mean, it's a joke. So, uh, I don't know. That's all I got on that. It's such a stupid rule. Yeah, and that that kind of ties in with uh, the whole time management thing, and then uh, you know we kind of were talking about this before we went on here, but the whole kind of analytics trend that's sweeping through the NFL right now. Um, I know you said that you weren't too familiar with it, but would would you be would you be okay if if that's the way things went, or are you kind of a traditional guy and and you just want to see the game played the way that it's been played? Yeah. That you're talking about? Yes. Um, yeah, I'm more of like, uh, you know, traditional by the book guy. Like, if you're down 14, that's what we're saying, right? If you're down by 14, you score a touchdown because it's eight points and pending the extra point. Yeah, that's um, yeah, that's the uh, that's the big topic right now. There there are other things going on, but that's the big kind of the point that everyone's trying to push right now. honest it's uh i'm actually annoyed i get annoyed just talking about it because it's it's so ridiculous to me that it's even a discussion and uh i I was just curious what you thought about it and and it doesn't seem like you're uh you know obviously yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, even, even that, but that's the point. Exactly. That's that's the point is that they're trying to push this new thing. And, uh, it, you know, it could it could be anything analytics wise. But, you know, especially if you don't have any data to back it up, which they don't. That's that's <laughs> the thing is that all it's out. It seems like these announcers and broadcasters are pushing it, saying, well, he's got to go for two. I read an article this morning about how. The, the this coach uh, I forget I, I want to say it was I, I don't know I it was the Lions it was Matt Patricia and they're like okay. they're like he had a fourth and ten and instead of going for it he punted it and because he punted it 
the win probability for the Lions was went down 2%, and that was the worst coaching decision of the week. And in my head, I'm like, what the hell are you even talking about? Right. Yeah, it's like, on it, take field position, right? <laughs> yeah, and what is, what, explain to me what win probability <laughs> is. You know, it's like you want to put this article out there and say win probability dropped by 2%. First of all, they were playing the Cowboys. The win probability from the beginning was probably 15%, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So if you can't tell, if you can't tell, it frustrates me and I know it frustrates Austin. Yeah, it bothers me because according to ESPN, the whole analytics thing, only it's only ever worked twice. The down by 14, go for two. And every time it's attempted. <laughs> so it's just insane. Yeah. And then they blame sample size. It's only uh, worked twice? Yeah. According to ESPN, in 1998, the 49ers did it, but it was unintentional. They screwed up the field goal. <laughs> and in 2013, in an Eagles snowstorm game where they didn't attempt to kick the whole game. That's the only time a yeah, team's come back to successfully what win. Is both the times with flukes. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about this whole thing. It's kind of, uh, I'm getting angry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, thanks, uh, um, thanks for letting us vent uh, about that. We were, we were just curious if um, if we were the only ones that, that felt like that, but... I'll tweet my final opinion at you guys uh, at the account uh, once I get, you know, coached up about it, but I don't know. Sounds kind of goofy. Yeah, let, let us let us know after you look into it a little bit more. But, uh, um, yeah, I mean, we've, we've had you on for a little bit here, so what we kind of wanted to, to finish up with, was there, was there anything that you wanted to touch on specifically before we get into, you know, kind of the link and where it's headed from, from here on? Um, not too much. I think I'm good. So what do, what do you have, um, what do you have for the, for the link going forward? Is there anything that you wanted to share? Yeah, so we're working on uh, a couple different things right now. We're, obviously we're doing a lot of written content. Um, we have uh, Square Up Sharp podcast. Um, so we are, we're working on getting a video series going um, probably every Saturday morning. We're gonna do it uh, through Majeski, our uh, head MLB guy, and Hector Duran, our head uh, NBA guy. We're gonna get together on Saturday mornings. Um, at a, uh, a bar or a pizza place, and we're gonna we're calling it brunch, bets, and the boys. Uh, so essentially, what we're gonna do, we're partnering with uh, a restaurant here, and uh, we're gonna go in there, film like a twenty-minute video. Okay, we're gonna just you know uh, bullshit a little bit, talk about some sports, what's going on, uh, and then the last like ten minutes or so, we're gonna get into our best bets for uh, Saturday and Sunday uh, for anything upcoming. Uh, so you know, it's just it's just an effort to get some more video content out there and uh, really drive that kind of thing. And um, additionally, uh, Michael Bale, who you guys mentioned earlier, 
college football guy. Um, we're looking to start a podcast as well, uh, which will be our second podcast for the website. Uh, hopefully mid-December, I think we're going to try and get that going. Okay. So uh, we'll focus on, obviously, like a lot of betting stuff. Um, and then just uh, Chicago sports in general, too. So um, that's kind of what's going on right now. Yeah, my, Michael's a very educated guy. He, uh, when we had him on, I think, uh, you know, I just kind of sat here and listened because a lot of the stuff he was talking about is uh, how aggressive coaches were. Yeah, it was just um, it was it was very interesting stuff. And we're actually we're actually going to have him on next week. We we spoke with him. We're going to have him on next week. Uh, he's, he said he's got he's got some big rivalry games coming up uh, for college football next weekend. So. Um, oh yeah, rivalry. Yeah. That's exciting stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he's gonna come on before that. But for the uh, what the the brunch bets and the boys is that uh you have a yeah. you, you have a date for the, that that's gonna roll out or is that still in the works? Uh, it's in the works. We're shooting for mid December as well. Okay. If, uh, if not, we uh, will go by January. That first Saturday in January, I think. Um, what we're getting is uh, we've narrowed it down to a couple different uh, venues that we can start out here, that we can partner with. And um, there's a little, a tiny bit of hesitation just because gambling isn't uh, fully legal. It will become legal on uh, January 1st in Illinois. Okay. So that may push us back like two or three weeks, but you know, that's not a huge deal. So yeah. um, definitely uh, start of 2020 at the latest, it'll be, it'll be going. I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's, that sounds uh, sounds like uh, kind of an interesting, interesting. Sounds like a fun time. Yeah, I, I would. <laughs> uh, you know, if, if you want to extend the invitation our way, that that'd be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll uh, maybe we can pull up the screen and get you guys on there. That that would be great. Wanna, um, no, that that'd be fun. Yeah, we're uh, we're gonna you know hopefully like I said we're gonna partner with one of these places. We'll uh, still have some food out there for us, beverages. So. Just drinking spears or mimosas, whatever. Uh, mimosas, talking sports, yeah. it should be fun. Yeah, give, give me a bloody mary, and I'm and I'm good for the good for the uh, some morning. Red Bull vodka. Yeah, start the day. <laughs> Are you guys both uh, bloody guys? No, I, I I love bloody marys, man. I it's I don't know why. It's just okay. uh, no. I take a mimosa yeah. any day. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know about that one, uh, Max. That's like, <laughs> it's, like it's vodka, it's nasty. Uh, yeah, I I don't know what it is. We, you know, if I if I go to a place for brunch, I got to get the Bloody Mary. I I had one uh, I had one the other day, and it was probably the best one I've ever had. So I I'll, I'm gonna write a review about it or something. I don't know. But, um, right. Hey, I don't have to like it, but I respect it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, but no, that that sounds great. Uh, sounds like uh, you got some stuff coming down the line that. Uh, you know, it's 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 gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting to see, and and it sounds like a good time. So, uh, we're definitely gonna look forward to that. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's exciting stuff. But yeah, we we appreciate you coming on. Uh, real quick before you go, I know we we mentioned we got the one lock for you. Do you have two other games you wanna throw in for us that you know get a little competition going this week? Yeah, absolutely. Um, let me see. Completely unfair. Um, <laughs> uh, that, that's uh, I'll I'll take the blame. I'll take the blame for that. Um, I think I kind of just threw it on you, but you're good. 
You know, um, you, know, you, know right, if, if you if you if you got you got them. Okay. I got I got one here. Okay. Uh, I think I'll take the Packers plus three coming off the bye week uh, at San Francisco on Sunday night. Okay, I think. Um, Austin, were you on the Packers this week? No. Uh, I'm not sure, but uh, yeah. If it, so, we'll put you down for Green Bay plus three. If it makes you feel better uh, for that last one, if you want to think about it, you could. You want to tweet it at us? Is that is that better for you? Um, I will. Uh, I'll say it right now. I'm okay. ready. All right, there we go. Um, I've been I've been talking about him all day. I'm high on him this year. Give me uh, Seahawks plus. Uh, let's see. I'm seeing one and a half or two. I think they're going to win outright. So give me one and a half. Yeah, that was my um, take on the game. The Eagles. Yeah, I was at, I, to be honest. I mean, we we were both on Seattle. I think that that's that that seeing that spread actually surprised me a little bit. Yeah, I would think right off the bat, I would see maybe Seattle minus three. You would, I would think out of the gate. At least, uh, at least favorited. What's up? At least favorited. They're not even favorited. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's uh, that's wild. It looks like people are hammering them already because it dropped. It opened at three and it's down to one, one and a half, two. I'm seeing all over the place here. Yeah, which if if you got if you got Seattle at plus three, that's that's uh, you know, that's a good thing for you. And they got Josh uh, Gordon too, so. Oh yeah, that's right. Forgot about that. Another um, another week in the system. Yeah. If, if they get an extra, you know, an extra split second to get open out there, I think Russ could tear that uh, Philadelphia secondary apart. Yeah, I think we're I think we're we're all in agreement on that. Yeah, that was one of my locks, yeah. Seattle. Yeah, so. Oh, I'm in good. I'm in good company. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, it's better to be in company with him than me right now. So. Um, but uh, all right, so we got those locks for you, and uh, we, we're going to keep an eye out for uh, brunch bets and the boys. And excited uh, to see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's actually exciting. I, I wasn't aware that that was that that was something that was happening. So we're we're definitely excited to see how that turns out, and I'm sure it's going to be great. Uh, but uh, we'll keep an eye out for that, and, and we appreciate you coming on, Trent. Thank you very much. Right Oh, well, there, there we go. There we go. That's fantastic. First break, is that the first breaking news for, uh, for the podcast? I, I, I think so. Um, I mean, I, I've been yelling for coaches to be fired. I didn't break the news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's... Did uh, Dan, Dan Quinn still have a job? Uh, apparently, the, the... He's going to get a contract <laughs> extension. That's what's going to happen. He's going to burn the Falcons for another year. Yeah, that's... <laughs> It's uh, it's it's tough to watch, but apparently beating the Saints saved his job for the year, which is just doesn't make any sense. But yeah, I don't know about that guy. Yeah. But, uh, all right, boys, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. That was fun as always. 
Yeah, we uh, we'll have we'll have to have you on uh, sometime before maybe the week before the playoffs. Uh, you know, and we didn't get to touch on hockey with you, which is something we wanted to do, but we know you're a busy guy, so uh, we'll we'll try to plan that uh, maybe for a couple weeks. We'll, we'll have you on talk some more hockey. Yeah, hell yeah! Oh man, <laughs> I could go another two hours on hockey. Yeah, we'll yeah we'll have to schedule that one. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely do that. We know you're off to a good start this year. You're you're off to a good start with the hockey, right? Yeah, we'll uh, we'll definitely have to schedule that for uh, for another time and and kind of dedicate a a, a, bu- a block of time just to talk some hockey with you and and uh, we know you're big into that, so yeah. we'll definitely do that. Oh yeah, uh, within, I'm, a, I'm a bigger hockey guy than football guy, so I'll be looking forward to that. Yeah, we'll definitely schedule that, so we'll be in touch and uh, and we appreciate you coming on, Trent. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Thanks. All right. Bye. All right. So that was uh, that was Trent Pruitt, the founder and creator of the Link. Uh, some some good takes on uh, on the NFL right now, and, and like we said, we'll we'll have him on to talk some hockey down the road. Um, he's a big hockey guy. Uh, it seems like he's a, he's more into the hockey than than the yeah. Football. He even said it himself. Yeah. So that's. Uh, which you don't see that too often. I'm surprised um, in Chicago because I don't know how big the Blackhawks are there. Well, they they had the success, you know, yeah, winning, the, winning a the couple Kane, Stanley Cups. Yeah, Kane toes, and, to- and Taze and, and, and those guys. Um, Taze was spelled toes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's hockey for you. but uh, Gotta love the hockey names. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we appreciate having him on. Um, we are... Planning on sending this out right away, so make sure to look out for it on iTunes and Podbean. Um, at Square the Sharp is, is our is our Twitter uh, handle, so make sure to, to let us know what you think of his locks, our locks, uh, pretty much anything that we talked about today. Let us know, and uh, uh, it, it was uh, it was definitely definitely productive. Uh, yeah, definitely productive episode. So we'll have him on soon, probably before the playoffs. Talk some more NFL. We'll keep track of his his pick. So he had, what did he have? He had Seattle and New Orleans in the uh, NFC Conference Championship, and the the two Pats, favorites. Yeah, the yeah. Pats and the Ravens. Which honestly, I agree with. It, yeah, it's not a chalk pick if it's a smart pick. Yeah, um, I think the, I mean, yeah, the Patriots Ravens. If if that's how it turns out, it's going to be that 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 might be the best case scenario for the NFL because the little revenge factor I think that game will matter where who gets home field advantage that's going to be yes you'll actually see the Patriots play for home field advantage I think yeah Yeah, I agree as far as Seattle and New Orleans I mean Seattle doesn't really have the the 12th man impact that it has had in the past but uh, you know both those teams the Saints and the Seahawks typically have have good home fields too so so it could be a factor across the board um but yeah, we'll have him on before playoffs to touch back to touch base with him. And uh, again, make sure to look out for uh, for this episode on Podbean and iTunes. Check us out on Twitter. Uh, visit Link Sports L Y N Q Sports dot com uh, for all the free content, betting analysis that you can handle. Make sure to check that out. So we'll see you next week for our regi- regularly scheduled show. And here's to squaring up the sharp.